Welcome to the latest installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. The overarching theme of this one is going to be the inspiration for a leader. We're going to discuss a little bit about Yusuf's career, how he's got to the position he is currently, and hopefully gain some insights and some Bible teachings from his 19, 20 years in telecommunications, and hopefully it'll provide value to a few of the listeners out there. But first and foremost, I'd like to know who you are, Yusuf, what you do, and also your interests outside the world. Thank you, Connor. Uh, very excited to to be here and be a part of this podcast. Um, who am Who am I? Uh, that's uh, that's a question you could uh, answer in different ways. But I always say uh, I'm me, and of course the the people that have known me that is uh, I have a lot of facets in my life. But uh, I would say I'm a foremost uh, family guy. Um, I have my three kids. Uh, my, my lovely wife that supports me uh, and us uh, as our little team Baki, as we call it. Um, but uh, the person I am, I think uh, we all come from a place and we all born and have uh, parents and have family and are raised in, in a certain environment. And me, I had parents that migrated from Morocco to Denmark uh, many years ago. So I'm a second generation immigrant in Denmark, but I don't see myself as an immigrant at all. I see myself very Danish, uh, born and raised in Denmark, but I have a lot of cultural parts uh, in me, uh, both with the Arabic culture and the Danish culture. So that's, I think, defines me as I understand a lot of other uh, people. Uh, I understand the diversity and also the thing that makes us unique uh, because we are all a part of a, a lot of things that combine us to who we are. But without uh, without going deeper into a cultural discussion, I could say that my background, uh, when I was younger, uh, a lot of, uh, I studied a lot. And, and the thing that I do today, uh, especially would say uh, I am very keen on the, the telco, the IT industry, and especially because uh, it wasn't meant to be early days. This was the uh, industry I should be in. But I think before I started uh, taking a work and a job uh, when I was younger, I was very inspired by sports and especially basketball. And I think also that is something that defines me as a person, being part of a team, being part of a journey, and also in my leadership that I will touch upon a bit later. But as I mentioned, I'm a family guy, and I've been privileged also to have a lot of leadership roles where I have uh, a lot of great people surrounding me. Um, so, and the interest outside of work, also when you have three kids, you don't have so much time out of work so that is my second work and i love that but in my spare time i still believe i'm fit enough to play basketball <laughs> uh, not that uh, agile as i was when i was in my young days but i still uh, go to the court and blow out a lot of steam i think as you say there we could have gone on for probably half an hour i know that me and you've had a couple of conversations previously and i think that's the culture topic is definitely something i'd love to have you on board with as well at a, at a future date I think there's certain elements there whereby you do have a unique upbringing, you have a unique perspective that then enables you to discuss these in much more depth as well. Hi everyone, this is Chris Bennett here, the Knowledge Managing Director here at Evolution. 
We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data, product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. I think one thing that we touched on there is a little bit about your personal journey. One thing that, I mean, the first question I want to get out there is, Give us a little bit of a brief overview of the journey you've embarked on through your career, so from start up until today mm-hmm. and the position you represent now. Like when I, when I hear a lot of people talking about embarking into a journey, they always look forward. And I, and that's why I really love this question because it gives me uh, some time to reflect uh, on my journey. And I think my journey started a long time ago. And I think uh, when you start a journey, Sometimes you set yourself a goal or a mindset on this is the journey you want to go to. You have a goal you want to achieve. But really, when when I started my journey, it was more of I didn't have a certain goal saying, okay, I want to have this role. I want to lead or I want to be a special, uh, have specific, a specific profession. I think my journey started uh, before I went into the t- uh, IT and telco industry where me and some of my friends started uh, our own uh, business. And I think it was led by, we saw some opportunities and we saw something, hey, we believe we can do this better and also improve. And I think it was based on a community of friends and we started this journey of having our own company. Um, And let me say that's, uh, that's not easy when you're young because you believe in yourself and that is a good thing to believe in yourself. But you also need to be very humble because uh, that thought of the journey also gave me um, a lot of learnings because we didn't succeed at all. <laughs> we had months where we had a, a lot of projects where we, where we succeeded. We also had months where we were, to be honest, didn't have... We learn when going. So we also learned there was something that called, we need to pay taxes. You need to have people around you. You need also, when you close a deal, you also need to deliver. So learning a lot of uh, that with my friends when I was young, I think that gave me a lot of, uh, I would say, um, in Denmark we say, you get a lot of experience, uh, hair on your chest. So that is where, where I started. And then I stopped in that company with my friends and they still have it today and and, and they're also successful in their area now and I'm always talking with them and uh, but then I um, wanted to go back to school and I thought okay um, the school is just beginning of the half year and uh, I could just relax for a half year but that's not kind of the type I am so I uh, applied for a simple job in in the telco company as a customer advisor and I thought okay that sounds as intriguing and I can just be a part of that and then I can start going to university and I think when I started in telco I found out the the technology and the commercial and also the people and the culture of you're changing a lot of things and telco is really different today when it was 19 20 years ago 
And the first half year, I was very, I met a lot of great people and also had a manager that really believed in me. And he, after that half year, he offered me and said, Yusuf, we really want you to be a part of this team. I know you're, you're, you're keen on going back to school, but could, if you want to stay here and build this team up with me, uh, would you consider to going to night school instead of not night in the night, but evening school. And, and that's where my journey really began in the telco. I started in customer service and in retention and a lot of operational team. And I also studied the evening. So I had the, I will say a great opportunity to experience something very pragmatically and also getting all the theoretically in place. And also the thing that I learned in school, I could take that the weeks after and just try to test it. So, but ha having a lot of roles and quite, there was a lot of assignments that I said, okay, um, let me just try it. And I let a lot of uh, various small projects, I won't call it projects today, but initiatives to improve. And that led, led me to my first uh, leader uh, position in, in Telco. And then from there, I just had uh, been involved in a lot of different teams. And I would say the first six years of my leadership in those uh, very roles, there was a combination of both operation and maintaining the operation and improving performance, but also having um, a possibility to discuss a lot of transformation uh, assignments with other departments. So I really learned that the leadership role is not just leading your team and the people, but it's also maintaining a lot of other relationships surrounding you and also understanding what kind of journey we're going ahead and taking that vision from a company perspective and also having that translated into what does that mean for our area. And I think over the years, um, I really were, were focused on uh, being the best possible to possible manager. And the reason why I use the word, word manager is when I was young, I was very, I would say maybe black and white in that sense that I was very focused on the KPIs, the targets. And I think one of the best learnings I had in, in the beginning of my career uh, as a leader is that you're surrounded with people. And if you don't understand the the people around you and what, what they're trying to achieve and also understanding um, the people aspect, in the long run, you will lose. And I will say, of course, you can always deliver the results, but I think that you will, I think that was where I really learned something about myself, that I get a lot of energy of uh, leading people. So it's not about the, each assignment, when I look at all these years of this beginning of this journey. So I think my way of leading, uh, I was always been leading things because I think that uh, I really want to show, but I didn't always succeed. But I really found out that it's not always me that needs to go to be the first guy running. Also, so, but the combination of getting into telco my curiosity for uh, a lot of telco. Uh, I'm a I'm a guy when we talk about mobile network core and on. That is, uh, I can 
talk and understand that. I, I can't go deep to the level where I have a lot of uh, great colleagues that can do that. But I think in my board and the leadership and all these operation roles where we also had a really clear focus on customer experience, I think that gave me a sense of, okay, you need to understand what kind of things you're delivering, uh, both on the technical and commercial, and also how do you enable the people around these products, services, and in the organization and in the process to fulfill uh, this vision we have on, on being more customer-centric. But I think that was the journey and the beginning, and then I were uh, taken over different teams, both merging teams together. And also, but I think one of the, when I look back really, and what, if I should emphasize one thing that I'm really proud of is after eight years in various leadership roles, I'm really proud of having a lot of team members being my stakeholders in the organization. Because I I knew some of my really great employees, they were not they were not meant to be in my team forever. And I think one of the things that I really that makes me proud is seeing and supporting people to achieve the things they are they that that makes them happy. So after uh, I think yeah ten years, I, I saw a lot of former team members, a lot of colleagues that just grow and and i work with in a lot of other projects so that's but it's it's been you can't just summarize 19 years in in a short podcast for five minutes because of course there, there's a lot of other things that also happened with when i had my career um i went from from being me only me to having uh to being to meeting my wife and also to meeting a lot of different people and also a lot of things happen in your life parallel with your career and I'm not saying that it's two separate things it's the same so of course when you get older there's also a lot of things where you get more mature and you also change and also uh, develop as a person um but i think besides by i'm, I'm very proud of the people i've been involved with i'm also been very privileged to meet a lot of people that wanted the best for us and also pushed me, but also supported me uh, because there was, of course, a lot of things that where I needed to have support. Uh, so, so a very interesting journey and wasn't meant to be that I should be a part of the telco, but that also took me to other. Uh, areas and then when i finished school then i also went into a more more i had uh, some years without uh, direct uh, leadership responsible and involved directly with both uh, crm projects uh, cross-border projects being involved with other countries in the nordics uh, within the company uh, and also have a direct contact to some of the largest uh, customers we had in, in my former um, work to where you really understand where the need, the definitions also, where they want to push their organization and you as a vendor need to support that with your product or service. So, and also being in situations that I, I think I've been often in situations where I'm, I will call myself a rookie or newbie 
But I had always colleagues just besides me saying, Yusuf, we trust you. And we believe that you could do this. And we know you're not going to be perfect the first, second, or third time. But having people threatening and say, yes, we're here. Uh, I think that also encouraged me to take some chances. And I think also that is the reason why I'm I'm here today and also heading uh, a larger uh, department uh, and also having been bold enough to say that I have met a lot of people. Uh, I have led both people that do the same job uh, or role. And I also have led people that are specialized in their areas. And I think when you have a lot of years in the leadership role, you'll also find out, I hope you will find that out. I found, found out that that leading other people and being a part of that and also seeing them grow gives me energy. And I think, let me just ask a quick follow-up question now. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot in there. Let me just summarize on some of the things that I think I really admire about your journey is how humble you are to admit that you learn from failure. I think that seems to be a learning style, be that with the initial startup that you had back in the day, be that when you first went to school or night school and you would be studying in the nighttime and then applying them principles in practice. And then even when you, you talk about your the person-centric approach that you adopt, be that with family and you realise how much of a support network you, your wife is to you, or be that in work when you realise the employees are, are massive stakeholders. So one thing I would ask is, have you had, always had an orientation to go into leadership? And if so, what inspired you to become a leader? That's a good question. I think for some people, leadership is very natural. Uh, for others, I think it, it, it you need to learn the skill. I think for for, for, for me, it was a, a natural thing. Uh, I think uh, I'm the oldest of my brothers, and always uh, with my cultural background, there's also an expectation to the oldest brother. And that's, that's a certain way of going forward. But I also believe that leadership is, for me, not just having a leader role. Because you can take a leader role uh, on a team in, in different ways. So I think always being a part of a team and fighting together for something. And I always, I always love to put myself in, in, in front and also supported the ones that was a bit afraid, but had the experience and the knowledge. And I really saw me being very vocal, me being trying to go in front and letting others see that, hey, Yusuf is not perfect. He can't do this alone, but I will support him and I will be a part of that. I think that is something that is gave me inspiration to also in my professional career to look into the leadership role. And as I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big sucker for basketball. And I think when, when I look back in when I was a young kid, and of, of course, basketball could is very is a simple sport uh, when you look at it. Uh, but it's it, in, in my in my view, I believe there's a lot of other things that just playing on the court and doing the system and understanding your role. It's also about leadership and the organization behind support, the, the fans, and there's a lot of other things. And I think one of the, the several guys that inspired me, and especially coach called Greg Popovich, uh, he's still an active coach. And he led uh, Tony Spurs for a lot of championships. But 
it's not about all the win and losses he has had, but it's his mindset of going into his team. And also he is very clear in his way he communicates. He expects everybody to have, I think that's where before the, I think the evolution of leadership before there were, there was talk about compassion leadership. I think Greg Popovich had that back in the nineties. And I think that him, he's very charismatic. He's very vision and he's very clear and he supports his team. So he doesn't see an individual player or something that needs to come to a result. But he, I think, as you can hear, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm almost a little bit being uh, tell, telling about my big fan. But Greg Popovich very inspired me to how you can approach people and how you can support a team. And also, the, there's another coach called Phil Jackson. Uh, some of you maybe know him, but if you are basketball interested, you know he also led uh, Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan uh, back in the days. And Phil Jackson also had this tribe mentality and also taking a lot of pieces and trying to create the perfect team. The perfect team isn't just five people doing the same thing. The perfect team, his philosophy was you need to have people with different strengths. And you also need to, the people in the team also need to understand, okay, you, you, are, you may be the most talentful, you can, you can solve this assignment in front of you, but we need to collaborate and enhance the team because it's more, then you can win the great championships. So I get very inspired by both the way these great coaches coach and they lead, and they also have this compassion uh, leadership and also really straightforward and seeing people and understanding that maybe just to give you an example, I remember that's one of, uh, I had an employee, uh, a team member for a lot of years when, when she's told me, I'm not great at this assignment as all the other team members are, and I, I'm not getting motivated. And normally when, if I were, if you talk with the younger Yusuf, he will just say to us, you need to, because this is the way, and you need to do this as the same way as all other did. But I took another approach with her and I said, okay, what inspires you? What motivates you? And she, we had a lot of talks, and I really figured out that for her, a way of her, for her was not just coming to a goal and achieving something. For her, she wanted she wanted to be a part of the process and be creative. And we we had. A lot of sessions and one of the sessions that i remember one of my old school manager colleagues said why are you sitting in a room with her and drawing a lot of things on a big paper I said yeah but that is the way she's getting creative and we draw on a lot of things and just sketch and we use that into her role and say okay if you sketch something each time you believe you had succeed with this simple task you have in your career let's try to take that that motivates you into this this job and her performance and motivation just flourished and it was really good to see but and to be honest we also she achieved a lot of things those three four months after but we also figured uh, found out or she got she got to this conclusion that this job she had wasn't meant for her mm. And then she pursued another job, and that's the job she has today. And I know for a fact that she's both motivated and she's really glad. So, yes, 
I facilitated something. I'm not sure if it's, it was just her looking at, uh, looking at something in a different way. And it also gave some results uh, in the short. It gave on a personal level results for her uh, that she grow and took another job. But that is something we also need to accept in our role as leaders. That hold people down. I think that summarizes the entirety of what you were saying there. I think you've mentioned that people need to have different skill sets to make a highly functioning team. To make a high performing team, you need to have different skill sets, different areas of strengths. And I think one of the main things that you've taught there is that compassionate leadership style, understanding what really motivates somebody, what's really what's their main focus, what they'll get the most job satisfaction out of, trying to accompany that. And then even if it's not for like, produce longevity results for Telia or TDC, whichever company this employee was at, it has for her. You've uncovered something that's her motivation and she's gone on and, and found a career path as a result. As you say, short-term results, but for her, that's a long-term result just by you sitting down, I suppose, giving her that motivation, giving her them insights into, yes, this is what you can do, we can be creative. And then as a result, she's gone on to, to do exactly what she wants to do. Yeah, I think one of the difficult things in, 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 in leadership is taking time to listen. But I know the impact of taking time to listen and just, I'll say, non-action, because we are very focused, uh, I think, uh, in both in this industry and a lot of others, there is a high pace. There is a focus on deliverables, uh, both each month, each week, each quarter. I think taking time to just listen and support, and and especially that's something that I found out a few years ago, that eight years ago I was really into uh, empathy and. That was uh, the way I managed uh, and also took into my leadership. But that also, one thing is feeling what the issue or the problems uh, somebody has, you don't help them. But if you support and also understand that you, you're not there to feel everything, you're there to support and, and they also understand I'm here to help and you're willing to do that because you need to dedicate both time and take the time to to have that uh in in a busy day well, and, so, and, and, yeah sorry yeah i was just going to say one of me one of my next follow-up questions was just going to be in regard to of course it's great on an individual level and it was it was related to that so as we briefly discussed earlier on in regard to the journey you've embarked on over the last 20 years you've worked in a couple of different enterprises but or different organizations, but plenty of different positions and job titles too. So you mentioned you'd worked within CRM, you've done business market, enterprise, sales specialist, solution management, and now into head of customer customer experience that you operate within that. So one of my questions is going to be, as you move into these different positions and different titles, has your leadership style changed accordingly? Mm, I think when, when I earlier stated that my leadership is nothing, is something that started within me, uh, saying that, of course, you evolve as a person when you get older. <laughs> you you need to learn from your mistakes. I think one of the things that I really understood that if you're really focused on deep diving into every department you have and want to be very focused and be specialized, you should really revisit the thought of taking a leadership role. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I really understood in the various roles that I had that, of course, you would have something, somebody that has a PhD in a certain area, you have a core specialist, 
You could have somebody that really understand the process end to end, but that doesn't mean that you need to uh, understand all the bits and bytes. I think the basic foundation that I see in all these uh, areas where I have uh, had the privilege to to lead and facilitate and support, um, I think that is I have brought in my me uh, the way I am, and also I have really found out that we are not that different when in we all we all people and we all have something that motivate us. We all need support in some certain ways. We all have strengths and we all, we all have weaknesses. So I think from my view is, of course, when I made some drastic changes from one department to another department where it's really fundamentally not the same and, and you really want to really being going from a commercial department, going to a more technology-driven um Department, of course, that is a switch. But I think that the head, the headlight or the, the header here in all of my roles are always been focusing on the customer experience and end to end. So I think in my in my leadership, I always brought in who I am and also looking at everything. Okay, does this make sense when we look end to end? Are we considering how this affects our customer? Do we simplify? Are we improving? Uh, are we working uh, cross functions? So I think, of course, my way of approaching people is not the same. Uh, it's I think it's more individual. It's not depending on the departments. But of course, in some departments, when you have a responsibility, final responsibility in, in certain areas, of course, you need to understand what you're what you're working with and what and what needs to. Uh, lead to to delivering uh, the targets, but I think yeah, I think he's certainly insightful, and I think one thing that really stood out. I know that we had a pre-call before this yeah. is your approach that we're all just people, regardless of the industry, regardless of the area of operation. Everyone's just people, and I suppose I've already picked your brains for numerous insights on this mm-hmm. and on yeah. this recording, and I think that's something that I intend to do further down the line again when you come back on. But I just have a quick follow-up question. So, as a leader, some of the things that have really stood out on this is your element for compassion, understanding people, understanding the motivations. Now, imagine you've gone back 20 years and you can speak to a younger Yusuf and you can give him one piece of advice. What would that be? <laughs> Remember to enjoy the process. Um, and also, I think, I think I'm think i getting back to my big fan, Greg Popovich. He just got into Hall of Fame. And I think he, he got a similar question, but he he said we had a lot of win and losses. But there was I think the thing he brought with him is all the relationships and all the connections. So when I look back, and um, if I met the younger Yusuf, I would say not I don't I won't say slow down because I think the the eagerness and also pushing thing and also challenging things and also saying uh, don't don't. I'm always trying to share my approach and also reflect and also being, but I would definitely say to him, enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Enjoy to forget that. Yeah. It, I think it, it, it's, enjoy the process and also uh, cherish the moment where you succeed and, but also cherish the moment where you don't succeed and reflect on that because it's, 
we have a high pace and there's really great expectation to all of us. And when when you achieve something and then you just go, go to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And I think having the moments between and also taking the time there and also enjoying the journeys because um I just we had the we have in, in Copenhagen and also in, in other cities we just had the DHL run where this, this is a big company they have there's a big one where you can run five kilometers of walk. It's a big uh, company uh, event for a lot of people. And I met some of my former my colleagues there. And I think the thing we just talked about, it was not about what we gained, but it was more great to see you and all these fun moments we had together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say to you, to younger Yusuf, enjoy uh, the moments. And also when you think you won't succeed. There's, there's might, there's might be not, there's not, might not be ten steps. There's, there's might only be two steps, and you may, might can't see the second step, but you will see it when you take the next step and enjoy the moment. So, I think we all endanger that. I think it's really human yeah. nature is only admiring things in retrospect. Yeah. Whereas when you're in the present, it's difficult to realize what you're doing, where your massive words are from the situation. When you look back in retrospect, you think it was. There were certainly moments there that you can look back on and reflect and say, we enjoyed them times, we enjoyed that moment. But but if I should go to a professional advice to the younger me, I would say, learn to say no. And in and, a and way that means we don't need to accept everything. Because if we want to achieve a lot of things, both for the company we're working for, for the team, then we need to drill down to what's most important and deliver that instead of just setting 10 ships uh, out of the harbor. So I think that is one of the things that I really enjoy today and say, okay, we can achieve everything, but it's very simple. If we don't have the right team members, resource, and we, we don't have the right funding, then we won't achieve the impossible. We can evolve and achieve something. And I think we need to focus on that. But if we don't have all the other things, we if we go that direction, and just believe we can, that is that could hurt a lot of things that you have uh, improved over the years. Mm-hmm. A really nice snippets of information there that would yeah. certainly benefit a lot of people looking to go into leadership and people embarking on a similar journey to yourself. Yeah. So I think at this moment, I'd just like to thank you for your contributions today, Yusuf. It's been a real pleasure having you on. So the pleasure is mine. Thank you. So just on that note, if you'd like to join us on a future episode and you're listening to this, Please yeah. drop me a message on LinkedIn or send me an email at connor.leyland.evolutionnordics.com and that's for anybody else, be it within leadership, product management, multiple other positions. If you've got some nice insights about your journey, about your career, and would like to do a one-on-one podcast episode, get in touch. On that note, I'll see you all soon.